Welcome to the Joe Contractor Show, a podcast created by three regular Joes. The Joe Contractor Show is a place where trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners looking for solid advice and amusement can hear stories of great success and great failure in the turbulent and unpredictable world of construction. On the Joe Contractor Show, we dig deep into the realm of remodeling and construction. We chat with construction trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners alike. We support local independent contractors and those who put their trust in the hands of these capable and hardworking business owners and tradespeople. We discuss construction and home maintenance from multiple angles, and we do it with compassion, purpose, and humor. Listen as Lori Merrick and Sam, along with a wide variety of guests, explore topics related to construction, homeownership, small business creation, and more. A quick reminder, don't forget to send your questions to questions at joecontractorshow.com. And after you've done that, please take a moment to hit the like button, subscribe, or talk about us tomorrow morning at the local coffee shop. We appreciate feedback and critique, and it lets us know that you're out there and that you care. Hello, you two. Hi. Hi. We're back. <laughs> yep. Yay. Uh, welcome to the Joe Contractor Show again. Um, this is another in our segments of uh, shorts or quickies, we call them. And these are just informational segments for you, predominantly the homeowner, to uh, understand different topics within construction, where you might get started. And today we're going to talk about insulation. Yeah, love getting, insulation. I'm it's getting super itchy <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah, well, that's the fiberglass, right? Super sexy. Right. Yeah, Laura, you love insulation. Why don't you? Uh, do. Yeah, you, you're you're uh, really knowledgeable about this stuff, are you not? I like to think I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so humble. Uh, it's a building science, and it's a it's a it's a skill level that. Uh, doesn't get taken looked at very highly or paid very well and it's the most important thing about your whole building assembly or your house yeah it really especially here in minnesota it's super important i mean it's important everywhere but in the colder climates it has a bigger impact i would say but then in the hot climates you're insulating against the heat yep right so um yeah so if uh if i were a homeowner and i were you know let's say i'm in a home and it's 80 years old like, should I be thinking about insulation or should I just say, listen, this thing's been around for 80 years. There's probably not any need for it. Like it's insulated perfectly. I think it's, I think it's a little bit of both, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of stuck with what you got on an older home in a lot of ways, especially if it's plaster and stucco on the outside. Yeah, but what about all those little uh, patched holes I see on the outside of so many stucco homes where they're retrofitting uh, different types of insulation into the wall. What are they doing there when they do that? Well, they're blowing the walls with insulation. So you drill every cavity and you blow them. And some of these old houses, you're doing the worst thing you can do if you're uh, filling it and it's got knob and tube or it's not a breathing assembly. So you're going to be filling your house eventually with mold. <laughs> That's what I think too. Yeah. I wanted to hear someone say it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think they, I, I saw this product. It was just like an ad where they were putting this really flowy type 
oh, liquid I see that insulation that like trickles down into every single crevice. Is, right. that, is that a real thing? No. Or is that just a <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> I think that's BS too. <laughs> there is stuff that you watch and you're like, oh no, that is not how you should do it or what you should do when you see something. There's somebody that has an ad on TV the, 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 this little cartoon character throwing out the insulation bats all over the place, you know. <laughs> right. And they're like, "Oh man, this is not what you want to be delivering for information out there." No. So, um, I like to think of insulation, and, and when I would talk to my clients about this, like the walls of your home don't. It's not that it's not important that they're insulated. It's that they don't offer that much protection insulation-wise. A lot of it's in the roof. Right. right, because heat rises. Right, so it's called the stack effect too. That you know your house sucks, so your house is pulling the air out up through the chimney, or any uh, intrusions or penetrations you have in your attic or roof, your plumbing ducts or plumbing pipes or uh, um, chimney. Anything that has air, a place for air to suck up. So your house is sucking. So there's like a negative effect. pressure inside exactly. of your house. Yep. And, and newer homes are tighter built, right. generally speaking. Well, so. you have to seal up and caulk between every level. It's yep. also fire protection. Yep. And I know, I mean, it's, it's different. So if you are a homeowner, like if you're getting a home built, you should have a very in-depth conversation with your contractor about the, you know, the code is going to push them to insulate well. But there's a big difference between what fiberglass, mm -hmm. spray foam, you know, rigid, yeah, cellulose, yeah, yeah, cellulose, yeah. right, yeah. But I, it could also be blown in fiberglass. Right. There's a bunch of different, yeah, yep, batting. Yeah, yeah. There's no right answer when on an old house or on a new house necessarily. It really go. It's about how it's built. Is it a vaulted ceiling? Is it um, old house could be balloon framing, you know, so, so how should you insulate it? And there is no easy answer. It's really finding a good person that knows their stuff to work with and understand and get to know your house and right. materials that you've used. So, you know, you know, and like you said, Sam, it's about, uh, first of all, sealing that, sealing, uh, your attic up and filling that with insulation if, if it's not vaulted. Right. If your ceiling isn't vaulted. Right. So in a, in a vaulted ceiling, if you're a homeowner and you don't know exactly what that means, that means the inside plane of your ceiling follows the outside plane of your roof, basically. So there's less space for you to blow insulation there. You've got, you know, sometimes the outside can be a 12-12 and the inside can be a 6-12 or something like that, which gives you a little more space toward the top. But um, it, with insulation comes the the need for ventilation too. Right. right? right. So I mean, this is such a comp now that we're talking about it, I'm realizing <laughs> how hard this is to explain is. in layperson terms, because, you know, there's different types for different situations. So like, you know, my, you know, generally you'll have bats in the walls, which it means like a ro like they're pink insulation let's see. let's call them you this is the stuff that you as a homeowner probably recognizes insulation it's like rolls of fiberglass blankets basically that are x inches thick and for, for each inch of of fiberglass it gives you a little bit better r value 
And our value is, uh, what does our value stand for? I can't remember. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Well, no, the higher bad. the number, the warmer it. More insulation. Or the more insulation value it right. has. Yep. Yep. So, the, so you'll, have the, you'll have the bats, which is that typical insulation, you know, um, who's it? Uh, the pink Dow. The pink panther. The pink uh, panther, yeah. Yep. Yep. And, then, and then generally in an attic, you're going to have some blown-in insulation, which just goes on top of the ceiling. Right. Yep. Um, I would say that's, and that's the most common one that, um, that people would be familiar with. Like if you've got, a, if you've got an attic that has an attic access, and you just pop up in there and you look and it's like this winter wonderland of, uh, of blown in soft snow, snow stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's fiberglass. Usually. And cellulose looks the same way though. Yeah. Typically. It, different, but similar. Yeah. More like, it looks more like shredded pulped newspaper yeah. or something. The, yeah. the cellulose stuff. And that you can go ahead and treat it as snow and jump in and roll around, but not the other one. Not the fiberglass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd avoid jumping in either of them personally. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, if you did, you know, and then I, I was, my niche for construction remodeling was heavily into basements and I would never put anything except for spray foam insulation into a basement um, because you end up getting a vapor barrier. It seals the outside out. Um, it also provides a pretty good insulation value. That's one of the best, really, I mean, per inch. It's worth so. the money, too, because by the time all the labor of putting the bats in, the risk of mold, it's just... The only way I yeah. What do you do when you I, when you go into houses and they're like, you know, I had some water damage and I just want the bottom sheetrock cleaned up and you see that all the studs and there's fiberglass batting and the studs are against the wall. So when you do your framing in a basement, you keep your your wood members away from the wall too because that can conduct mold. So when you go in, you're like. I don't even know where to start. I can't just patch this because this is done all wrong. Yeah. And, and so it's really hard. I really don't know. how. I usually don't. I just, I'm like, how much money do you got? Because I can't just patch, put this back together and it's not right. Right. Yeah. I would always look at that stuff. Um, so, so I did a lot of work on older homes and I would say like if we were doing a bathroom on the second floor and they were complaining, it's maybe an old balloon framed home, which... We won't go into what a balloon framing is versus like modern stick framing. But um, but I would say like if we're going to do this, we're tearing out everything on all the exterior walls. If you really want to insulate it, um, we're going to tear it all apart and foam it. And then you're going to have a little hot spot. That's going to be the best insulated little spot on your house. But we're tearing it down to studs and doing it right, basically. And so, you know, if it, don't be surprised when the bedroom on the other side is still cold because that's not fixed. And the only real way to do it, and no one ever tears a bedroom apart. Like no one ever takes everything off the walls of a bedroom very infrequently, I would say. Um, and redoes it because you don't have to usually. Whereas bathrooms, kitchens, right. things like that you do. So, yeah, you know, to keep it, keeping it simple is there's no basic right answer for any, for a, any situation or any house. So you really need to have thought it through and, and don't, don't do nothing until you really understand what you're going to do. For, I, I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah. We, we, right now we're looking at a place. They should have never insulated it. It was a 
garage with a bonus room above it, right? And they, uh, which one do you, is it a cold space or a hot space? That's how you want to look at it. Well, right. then they had ice dams running through because it wasn't really either cold or hot or ventilated. So there's, so they insulated and I said, they said, is the sheetrock going to fall on my car below us? I said, is there insulation in that ceiling in the garage? Yes, there is. And I said, yes, your car's, your nice <laughs> Mustang is going to have sheetrock because the insulation is very heavy now. It's wet. Right. The, mm-hmm. the sheetrock is wet, so it's not going to dry out. So if you do it wrong, it's worse because you're going to get mold. If you don't have insulation, you're going to pay a lot in your energy bills, but um, it's going to dry out. If you do get water, in, in building science, you don't say, if I get water in my house, it's when you get water in your house, where right. is it going to go and is it going to dry out? Mm-hmm. And it's going to, and it can just come out of the air through mm-hmm. condensation. Correct. Happens all the time yep. in roofs. So right. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a leak. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen it where you, you crawl up into the attic and there's two feet of blown in insulation and it should be dry up there you would think but it's not it's still there's still moisture coming into that space that's condensing on the cold roof above the warm insulation so yeah yeah, i mean i think that's fair to say there is no right answer um and i'm gonna back it up just once there's so basements are are never meant were never meant to be lived in in our old houses a perfect it's been studied so when you we walk into a basement and it might be yours out there that uh, has fiberglass. Is it wrong? Should they did that? Did your contractor really mess up? It's not. It's, they, it's been a moving target on what you should do if you live in your basement. Again, basements were never meant to be lived in. So when they do basements now, they insulate them from the exterior, not the interior. So that's. Um, but on old houses, are you? Can you excavate eight feet down and insulate your, your basement from the exterior? Sure can. <laughs> sure can. The, the last uh, one of the last big projects I did. Um, we dropped their basement floor by four inches to get them a little more headroom. So we, Ooh. we busted out the entire floor, took out a bunch of dirt, went down as far as we could without going below the footings. And then we spray foamed the floor and up the walls, yeah, okay, the yeah. entire envelope sure. and then poured a floor on top of it, put yeah. heat in it. Yeah. You know, that made for a really, really nice, really basement. nice basement. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that. But that and, was a lot of work. And money. <laughs> and a lot of money. So, yeah. yeah, I think people do cause trouble by just slapping some insulation in, thinking, oh, this will fix it. So yeah. so if I'm a homeowner and I'm listening to this, like, where do you go? And, and I would say from my experience, and you two can answer this too, but from my experience over the years, there were a couple of companies around town that, like, you can call me, the contractor, and I'll talk to you about it, but I'm not necessarily going to do it. And then there were a couple of companies that I recommended that I thought really did a nice job, understood the science behind yeah. it, helped people out a lot. Yeah, super important to know the science behind it. Don't just get it insulated, like I'd mentioned. Do nothing versus something on that one Yeah, if you don't know. Um, the other thing that if you're out there, you're probably wondering, it's, I can't afford that. It's going to cost a lot. You're talking about all kinds of building science things that I don't know anything about. Insulation, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, isn't that expensive, depending yeah, on what you're doing. Yeah, the product itself no. isn't that expensive. No. And the installers don't get paid that much either. No. So that's why you really want to be even more careful, because that is, uh, they're not making as much money, and they probably should make the most. Yeah. Well, I think the the 
One of the most important things with insulation is it's the amount of air that can flow through it. Like if, you know, if, um, if you have gaps, so say you blow in all that insulation into your attic, but then they can't get it all the way down to the corners, all of that Under the heat eaves. is just going to escape right through there. Mm-hmm. Or if you put it in your walls and it's not cut a little bigger than the stud cavity and fluffed out nice it's going to be pointless because the heat's just going to go through so it's it's it it takes a a careful hand and it's not just like you know it's generally something you're going to want a general contractor to be involved in not just to go hire an insulation guy to come work on not the cheapest one not the cheapest one no No. the insulation people there's some good companies out there there are and that are building science oriented Mm -hmm. and that's what yeah but it's you want to be careful and yep. the cost. Let's talk about the price. You know what do you? you oh, know? sure. It really it it matters a lot. Again, how much do you do and how much do you if start anywhere? Just start up in your attic, and it's going to be what three thousand dollars for a bungalow? Yeah, three to five. Yeah, something three like to that. five. I would so say for spray foaming a basement is you know twenty five hundred dollars, something like that. For the Maybe walls, a little, for a little the walls. more than that, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the size and what, and what you're doing. But, you know, spray foam is going to cost you a little more up front. I will say this about spray foam, too. I do have some concern over its environmental impact. True. Um, but they are making greener options these right. days. And right. they're, the price of those is coming down, too. But um, spray foam, as far as I'm concerned, that's the Cadillac. Cadillac. I don't know if people <laughs> even say that anymore. I'm dating myself. It's the, the Tesla now. The, the, yeah, right. <laughs> It's the gold standard of of what insulation can and should be in most cases. Um, And so if there's, you know, if if that's, if you're really interested in doing it right, I would say just kind of go that direction. Yeah. Generally speaking. And you'll make up for your ROI, which is your return on your investment. You make it up when you insulate by far and do insulation before you do solar, before you do any energy upgrades. Yeah. Because... Um, if you tighten it up, your energy bill is going to go way down. Oh, and we should mention there are services that um, provide energy audits that can really help you out with this, too. Right. Yeah, and Minnesota is great because we have uh, our partner, CEE Center for Energy and the Environment, which come will give you an audit, and they, um, they work with uh, Excel, and so they, you get a really good audit and show that to your contractor. Yep. And those are inexpensive to get the They're audit. They're $99, right? or, I believe, or less. Right. And that's like the state covers part yeah. of that cost. Yeah. Excel does. Excel does. Yep. Yeah. So if you, if I guess that's a good place to maybe C-E-E, start. CEE. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Center for Energy and the Environment. Yep. CEE. One other use we didn't talk about for insulation is soundproofing. Right. Oh, that's you a good know, yep, that's, which is uh, you know if you know and and I would say and I made a mistake in my basement. I did. I mean, it's the most beautiful basement remodel but I didn't insulate the walls between the bedroom and mm-hmm. the TV room. So now my kids are getting mad at me when I'm watching action-adventure movies <laughs> right. yeah. at night. No, it, it sucks. Yeah. And there are different <laughs> different insulations you can use for that, like rock wool or some of these other rock things. Rock wool is a really good product. It is, and and that's a better soundproofing product as far as I'm, I oh, know. Oh, certainly, than, yeah. the, than the bats. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and it's a better insulation. It has a higher R value. So we don't use fiberglass that much anymore right so yeah lots of options lots of uh, we we confused you so there you go uh no but get the energy audit start there talk to a contractor um or you know really ask people for who's the reputable uh insulator around for sure yeah all right yeah 
All right. Confused, I'm sure, but <laughs> you got this. Yeah, sure. All right. You're supposed to say good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode of the most important show out there. Before we go, we want to thank you again for supporting us and for all the lovely things you say about us on social media. Shows like this grow with help from people like you. And remember, keep sending us your questions. We really appreciate the stories and the great insights we gain from our audience. We also want to remind you that you can buy shirts, hats, and more at joecontractorshow.com. Be good to each other, and we'll catch you on the next show.